0: You're listening to Mid-South Minute, the podcast, where co-op and community collide. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Mid-South Minute podcast. I am your host, Katie, and today I am joined by Mid-South communications specialist, Morgan Enriquez. Hello. Back in June, Morgan took five kids across the Mid-South Territory on a trip to D.C. to participate in the Government in Action Youth Tour program. And here to tell us about their experience as one of Mid-South's 2023 Youth Tour recipients, Matthew.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for coming on. We're re- we really appreciate you joining us today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. I'm from Navasota, Texas, and I go to Navasota High School. I'm a rising senior.
0: Oh, nice. Are you, do you play, participate in any sports or activities or anything?
1: Uh, I, I'm a three-year starter on the football team, and uh, I play trombone in the band.
0: Morgan, for our listeners who don't know about this program, can you give us a rundown?
2: Of course. Um, So this is my first time I got to go on the the tour with the kids, but basically every year Mid-South sends five kids to Washington, D.C. The applications usually open in November, the kids apply. The winners that are chosen, they get to go on this free trip that lasts 11 days, um, and they also receive a
0: $1,000 scholarship. You left June 11th, is that correct? Yes. And you were there till the 20th. Right, a good portion of time you were gone. It was was a long trip. (laughs) It really was. Were you uh, nervous at all when you were applying or anything to be gone that long?
1: Honestly, I was stressed when applying because um, I started my application process, I want to say in February, and the end of February was the deadline, so I had to make my video and submit it before that deadline, and so I didn't really have time to stress about, you know, how long the trip was, uh, that I wasn't going to know anybody. But yeah, once, once the trip got closer, it definitely started to sink in a little bit more.
0: Yeah. And as far as like applying, you had to create a video. You said that Morgan, can you tell us a little bit about what type of video they had to make to apply?
2: Yeah. So this year's, um, theme for the video was, you know, what would a day look like without electricity? And we get a lot of really cool responses to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matthew, do you want to go through like what you submitted for it? (laughs) It was pretty good.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Um, Yeah. So I just kind of started out like a little skit. I was in my room and then I turned a flashlight on and I was like, acted surprised that the camera was there. I was like, Hey, hi there. And so I just said, you know, I'm going to walk through how my day-to-day life would change. I gave a few examples, you know, I changed settings. I was in the bathroom, in the kitchen. Um, At one point I put myself in a sleeping bag to simulate sleeping without warmth. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think the part that I enjoyed from my video the most making it was towards the end, I talked about how electricity um, connects us, you know, as a community, um, as Texans. And without electricity, we're left without the Internet, which has become such a big part of our lives. That, you know, without social media, without texting, calling, whatever, that we're kind of left stranded, and a lot of us don't know what to do without it.
0: Right. Well, and even, you know, people working from home, doing classes from home, all that stuff, homework. You know, you need it for everything. Can you tell us a little bit about kind of day by day, how the trip went. I know you guys went to Austin first, right?
1: Yeah, um, so I got picked up, uh, thankfully, close to home at the Navasota Mid-South offices. And from there, you know, we took the trip to Austin. um, The first day, it was really overwhelming because there was was a lot of people that showed up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just kind of the check-in process and everything. And um, I decided early on that I was going to, like, try to talk to everybody that I saw. Right. And so that ended up being good because probably some of the first people that I met ended up being some of my closest friends. And um, so, yeah, that first night, we got sort of the intro. Dinner was nice. A lot of parents were there, all the sponsors. Mm -hmm. And then the following morning, we went to the Texas State Cemetery.
0: How many days were you in Austin?
2: Just the one. We had one full day in Austin. um, And then the next day was our travel day. And that was probably the hardest day that we did really? um, besides the Capitol tour. That morning, I know chaperones had to be downstairs at 3 a.m. Oh, so geez. my alarm went off at 2.30 <laughs> after we had room checks at 10. Um, but that part of the trip was really interesting because I think we all got to experience something that we'll probably never experience again is flying on a chartered plane. Oh, wow. So there, were, uh-huh, there were 151 students that went on the trip and then we had 15 chaperones. And so that'll fill up a plane right there.
0: Right. So uh, this is a hundred, sorry to cut you off, 151 from Texas. From Texas, from Texas, from Texas. yes. Yeah. There
2: were 1500 students total participating in youth tour that were sponsored by electric co-ops. Mm-hmm. Texas had 151 of them. Mid-South had five of them. Yeah. So really, really cool.
1: We had the largest delegation of any state. Yes.
0: Wow. That's really cool. So how long was the flight and stuff to DC? Did you, was it well, it was chartered, so it was, it was straight there. It a Charter. little more
1: than three hours. Yeah. Or no, a little more than two hours, under three. And, right?
2: Yeah, right around there, that three-hour mark. And, I mean, honestly, for the most part of it, everyone
0: slept. Yeah, I would imagine. So then you get there, though, and is there? do you have downtime, or are you straight into things? We, we hit had, the ground like, running. Yeah, we had
1: like 15 minutes between when we picked up our bags to when we loaded the buses. And we were all just like, it was on a slope. I could see people just sort of start to lean back and then catch themselves. It was funny. <laughs> Falling
0: asleep, just standing there.
2: Yeah. So we got on the buses, had a uh sack lunch on the bus that was waiting for us when we got there, and then we immediately went to our first tour, um, which was the National Cathedral.
1: National Cathedral was um it was great. I mean, I I've been in, you know, big churches before, but there was just something about this one the history behind it, all the stained glass mosaics. It was very, very pretty. And we actually got to go up past where nor- where normal Mass is held. And, you know, we got to see the seat that makes the cathedral a cathedral where the um, the bishop sits and you know, just all the beautiful artistry there at the front of the church. And I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Let's see, next, the visit with the U.S. representatives. Um, that was interesting because... We were kind of led on our own. You know, after we were given the rundown of this where you're supposed to be, Mm -hmm. you know, we just kind of stayed in that National Mall area. um, And a lot of us spent the morning um, just trying to uh, get through the underground tunnels that go through all the congressional offices. Yeah. And so there were three main buildings. And um, I think probably five miles that we walked, you know, just under those tunnels. And finally getting to meet Michael McCall, our representative, um, it, was, it was a really cool experience. Um, his staffers, uh, he, uh, they were all very welcoming of us, mm-hmm. um, you know, answered all the questions we had. It was just a really cool experience to be able to meet the people that, you know, make some of the decisions for us up in Washington.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh,
2: while you were there, you were in that group that got to meet a couple of other people too. Who all else did you get to meet when you were up there on Capitol Hill?
1: Yeah. I met Dan Crenshaw. I did see
0: that picture. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I wasn't in the picture, actually. We were walking up. Um, The Library of Congress was also really cool. Um, One thing that, one of my regrets from the trip, I didn't get a chance to get my library card. Um, But, you know, uh, I'm sure I'll go back eventually, so I'll get it then.
2: It it was fun. It's cool. It's it's a cool free souvenir to come back with. I took the group that I was with over there, and it's like you get any other library card. Mm -hmm. But But it's it's the Library of Congress. It's a big deal. Yeah. (laughs)
0: That is very cool. I saw that you go went to the Kennedy Center performance. Oh yeah, so a tribute to Marvin Gaye. How was that?
1: It's a smaller venue, but you know it's still incredible to see you know how all the seats, all the just kind of the architecture of the of the center. Mm-hmm. And then the performance itself was great. It was it was a little long. It was like two hours.
2: Yeah, it had it was, an intermission yeah. in it. Um, but what was really cool about it is one of the performers. Stunning dress this woman had on. Yeah, um, but it was dress. actually, is it Michelle Williams from Destiny Child? I think so. I think that's her name. Um, she did incredible up yeah. there. It was really cool. Yeah, I
1: really enjoyed watching the musicians. You know, being in band, it gave me a different sense of, you know, not only the singers, but the uh, people playing the instruments. Uh, it was a lot of cool. A lot of them played like three or four instruments throughout the show.
0: Oh, yeah. So you being a chaperone, how many kids did you have to watch, so to say?
2: That's a great question. So it kind of equals itself out to where like there's 10 kids per every chaperone. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the most part, these kids are all, I mean, most of y'all were high school juniors and seniors. Mm -hmm. So we would get to places and just be like, you know, stay with a buddy, be responsible. Right. We're around here. You have our phone numbers, but this is a chance for you to go out and explore. And, you know, this is your first chance usually to be an adult. You're on your first trip probably away from your parents. Right. Um, It went really, really well. I think the kids handled it really well. They're all very mature. Mm
0: -hmm. And
2: so it was really fun to be able to see them interacting. And like, you know, the day that we went to the Smithsonian's, we would run into them all the time when we went from museum to museum. And um, everybody just did a great job.
0: That's awesome. Matthew, you said you were able to make make a lot of friends. Were most of them from Texas? Did you get to meet a lot of people from other states?
1: Yeah, our time spent with people from other states was limited. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just kind of run-ins here and there. Yeah. um, Because we would travel only with Texas. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I I made a few acquaintances, but nobody really left in. It was cool to see the people from other states. Like, there was... Two girls from Hawaii, um, there was people, where else? Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota, you know, it was, <laughs> we would make fun of their accents.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and to them, they're making fun of your right. accents, oh, yeah. too. <laughs> right.
2: Oh, yeah, there was, um, when we did the youth tour night, so there's one night where all the other states, we met in a conference room, and they all had dinner to get together, the kids did, and then, you know, we sat through um, a couple of presentations, um, and Texas takes up a good third of the room. Yeah. Um, and so... Texas is a rowdy bunch, right? Well, uh, the other states they kind of just ganged up against us, and they're like, "No, like um, you
0: have all the Midwest together, all the West it, together, it was so and then fun. Texas on its own." Yes,
2: it was so fun because um, you could see these kids. You know, like they get back to the hotel and they're exhausted and they're dragging, and then we get in there and they're just so hype and they're just having fun with everybody, kind of just jesting and stuff like that. Like there was just like another revitalization to mm-hmm. the energy about halfway through the week that was really cool.
0: Yeah. That's probably needed too, having that where you can just be, have fun together, have that break where it's like, okay, it's not just touring, touring and touring and touring. Okay, so we only hit on a couple of the things, you know, went into detail on what you did, but can you give us a little rundown of everything else?
2: Yeah, it's a long list of the itinerary we got to to be a part of, um, and that's all done by TEC, so Texas Electric Cooperatives um, is who plans the trip for all of the Texas kids. Mm -hmm. And like Esther, the person that puts it on, she goes above and beyond. We got to see a lot more things than the kids in other states got to see. That's really cool. Um, some of those kids were only there for, you know, two or three days and Mm -hmm. you know, so just a couple of things that we got to do. I mentioned the Smithsonian. So that was one of those days where we kind of just let everybody off the bus and, you know, go see as many museums, go do what you want to do. Yeah. And then we'll meet back here. Um, There was one day we did the Museum of the Bible and the Holocaust Museum in the same day.
1: Yeah, the Museum of the Bible is probably my favorite museum. Really? Yeah, it's very interactive. It has, you know, just a wide plethora of information. Mm -hmm. That just makes it very enjoyable. You'd think like the Bible would just be a bunch of old manuscripts and all that, but no, it was very interactive.
2: I think that was definitely a highlight for most kids was seeing that. Um, Some other things we did is we spent a day at the monuments, um, whether it was the Lincoln, the Roosevelt, the Jefferson, the MLK, the war memorials. Um, We had a picnic at Iwo Jima the first night we were there. Then again later. Yeah. Yeah. We had two picnics there. We toured Arlington Cemetery and visited the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. We actually had four kids from Texas they got to do a wreath-laying ceremony. We toured Mount Vernon. The kids got to do a river cruise. So we partnered with that South Carolina that night.
1: I think so. Um, mm-hmm. And
2: they have dinner and there was a dance and all that fun stuff. Probably one of my favorite things that wasn't an itinerary item is the pin trading. Yeah,
0: I was going to ask about that. How does that work? What?
1: I think I collected over 35, 40 pins. Most of them from different states. Like There were very few that repeated. And it was just a lot of fun because it's a way to... Visually look at, you know, all the people that you met and um, just the experience that you had.
0: So it's like you meet someone from a different state and you trade pins, basically. Oh, that's really cool. They had
1: to have the workers there at the hotel uh, tell us not to trade pins by the escalators because it would just cause too much uh, Uh, traffic jam. yeah
2: Yeah. It was really, really cool. And these kids, um, they would have them on their lanyards that we had to wear around. There were a lot of kids that had matching Washington, D.C. bucket hats. I think Matthew was one of them. (laughs) Um, And they would put them all on their hats. So just a really cool way to... Um, get out there and meet new people.
0: It it really incentivizes people to get out and talk and meet others. Mm-hmm.
2: That was another really cool thing that I saw among our students, and Matthew was really, really good at it. Um, I would look out and see these kids, and they were never with the same group. Like I think you took a really good advantage of meeting all of the kids on our trip. I know there was one kid that you met the first day, and I, see, I saw y'all quite a bit, um, but it seems like you made a lot of really good friendships while you were there.
1: Yeah, we saw a group chat of uh, there 's a big group chat with like almost everybody from the trip in it and mm-hmm. it 's on snapchat it 's just people randomly sending uh, photos of their day um, and then there 's you know a couple smaller group chats of different friend groups um, that I made and yeah it was it was just a like, good time a lot of good people
0: so I never asked you this what what do you want to do when you graduate high school?
1: I am hoping to attend Rice University um, to major in political science and then go on eventually to law school.
0: So this is like a perfect trip for you to experience yeah, all of this. Yeah, like, this, is, this is for me. Yeah. Yeah. Did you meet any people that were kind of similar, similar goals? I had,
1: yeah. I met a few people that wanted to be political science majors. Um, and it was just kind of interesting to see, you know, other like-minded people on the trip.
2: But at the same time... There were people that were just so diverse. Like, it, don't think because you don't want to go into political science not to apply. Yeah. Um, because there was so much other opportunities available. Um, mm-hmm. And you met people that, you know, you could have some crazy, you know, dream that you want to pursue. And there may have been somebody on the trip that wanted to do the same exact thing. Right. Um,
0: and it's more about, you know, it's, I think it's more about getting that experience. Yeah. Getting to go and see all these things, meet these kids, relate mm-hmm. with them, meet other kids, I should say. Um. Rather than just, oh, your political science, you're going to learn all about political science. Yeah,
2: there were lots of opportunities just to explore and just see things that you'd probably never get the opportunity to see again. Mm-hmm. Um, and back to the friends that you made, you know, um, I'm hoping that like a lot of the friendships you made, Matthew, that will last pretty long. Um, just because we had a girl, she works at Mid-South now, but she went on the youth tour trip in 2019 and basically, the four girls she met there, she still talks to. Like, Fourth of July weekend, she was with them at a lake house. Um, they've all been in each other's weddings. Um, so that's just really cool what can happen out of a week
0: of being together.
1: Yeah. yeah. That forced time <laughs> yeah. we spend together. For- but
0: forced fun. Man, yeah. trauma bonding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ultimately what was your favorite thing you did
1: um i think it's a tie between the museum of the bible and seeing um and going to the national archives Mm -hmm. to see the declaration of independence and the constitution yeah that was you know i was very disappointed that we couldn't take pictures but i understand why yeah and it was just really cool to see those living documents right in front of me
0: oh yeah you think there's a map on the back of the declaration of independence
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe (laughs)
0: Whether you're checking your email, browsing the internet, or watching your favorite show, MidSouth Fiber has you covered. Say goodbye to buffering and hello to internet speeds fast enough for the whole family to enjoy. Visit midsouthfiber.com to select your packaging and sign up today. Older. Faster. Fiber.
2: So Matthew, now that you've been on the trip, for the kids that may be interested in applying next year, what would you tell them?
1: Get your application done as soon as possible.
2: <laughs> Solid advice. Don't yeah. stress about it.
1: And um, you know, just don't don't worry about being all alone, and um, you know the possibility that you might not know anyone there, because that was the case for me. Um, you'll find some people that that you get along with, um, or several people. It's just a really good experience to go see our nation's capital, um, especially for for free. I mean, technically they're paying you thousand right. dollars, but um, I think it's important for us to go see that because it gives us a true appreciation of the country that we live in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just helps us understand it all better.
2: Yeah. And I think a lot of kids or, you know, teenagers have that same sort of initial fear that you did. Um, Just the whole, you know, it's an 11 day trip. Mm -hmm. And I may be messing it up a few days here or there, but that's a long time to be away from home. There were a lot of kids. This was their first time away from home. First time
1: uh, going on a plane. First time oh, wow. on a plane, yeah.
2: lots of first. Um, so, if you're having those hesitations, I highly recommend you to you know, some of the best things you'll ever do in life is push yourself out of your comfort zone. And I think this is definitely one of those opportunities to take advantage of. Oh yeah. And I will probably say that you know most people that are going to be listening to this podcast are parents. I don't have any children of my own, but as an adult in that situation, um, I never felt like you know kids were being left out. You know. The travel experience, that could be a big concern. It was a big concern for me. You know, how do we get 150 kids through security at the airport? That all goes very, very smoothly. We implement a buddy system. So, you know, make sure your buddies are on the bus. We do head checks. Martin, um, one of the other chaperones on the trip, he sent out regular updates to the parents while they were on the trip it gives you just peace of mind knowing that your kids are being looked after while they're on this trip. Right. Um, especially for some of them with it being their first time away, like this is a great opportunity for those kids to get out and kind of test the waters and being an adult before they go off to college.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. How can students apply for this trip? Um, obviously it wouldn't be till next year, but, um, how can they find out about it? Yeah. Um, so, our
2: applications are usually due in February, mm-hmm. um, but applications, we typically try to get them open around November, so it's a great opportunity for while you're sitting at home for those two weeks during Christmas break, mm-hmm. and you feel like you have nothing to do, go ahead and apply. So we usually post when they go live, um, so if you're not following us on Facebook or social media, go ahead and do that. Um, it'll be under MidSouth Electric Co-op, and then if you go to our website, midsouthelectric.com, that is where our youth tour application lives now that you've been through the application process and been through the trip because i could see where a lot of teenagers may look at the video portion of it and be like that's way too much work like it's it's not worth it would you what would you tell them no
1: yeah it's definitely worth it and one piece of advice that i can give is write everything down that you want to include in your video um because that will just help you organize your thoughts and that's something i didn't do and i definitely struggled because of it
0: Mm mm-hmm
2: Listen here, Matthew's giving you the secrets to make a really bomb video. That way you can go on the trip next year with us. Yeah,
0: just reach out to Matthew for your video (laughs) needs next year. I will help you. Okay, well, thank you so much, Matthew, for joining us. I'm so happy you could come in and tell us a little bit about your trip. Good luck this year in school, and thank you, Morgan, for joining us as well. Always. We'll see you down the line.